eagerness. All right. So, children, my third quality about kids um, or childlike qualities, I should say, is eagerness. I love eagerness. Eagerness has a good and bad thing, though. I mean, they all do. But the eagerness that we're going to talk about is the eagerness to learn. Ah, kids love to learn. They love to ask questions because they don't know no better. You have a little kid, a little tiny person in this big world with all these big people around them, and they don't know what's going on. So they're fearful, but they ask, like, hey, what's this? What's that? Who's that? What can this do? They're curious. And there's nothing wrong with being curious, but you have to make sure when you're being curious, you're seeking correct wisdom. Like you just don't go around and asking everybody questions. You ask those people who have wisdom. And questions are great. Questions are great. If you ever want to learn anything, like I said, you got to ask somebody with wisdom. Now, as adults, we stop asking questions. But why? We tend to believe we know everything, honestly. When we become an adult, we think we know everything up under the sun. And we don't know diddly squat. (laughs) We know nothing, but we think we do. So that's why we stop asking questions. It's, it's either that or we've been conditioned to believe that asking questions are bad. So you have some kids who grew up and they wanted to ask questions. They're like, Mom, what's this? Or, Dad, look, what's that? How does this work? And, and the parents, they say, hey, 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 shut up. Shut up. Uh-uh. Don't be asking me all them questions. I don't want to hear all of that. Hush. Hush your mouth. And, and then that. Like it's, it might seem innocent at the time. Like the parent might not mean no harm at the time, but that then conditions that child to say, Hey, maybe I shouldn't ask questions. Maybe I shouldn't open my mouth. Cause when I, when I talk, people, people think it's bad. When I ask questions, it's, it's a burden. So maybe I should just shut up. Maybe I shouldn't say anything. And that's not what God wants from us. Like, we ask, what, what, what does the, the Bible say about questions, asking questions? We're going to jump to James in the New Testament. I love the New Testament. The Old Testament, oh my goodness, that's another story. We'll talk about that later. But in the New Testament, we're going to hop on to James. It's the first chapter we're going to read. Um, wait a minute. The fifth and sixth verse? Yeah, we're going to read the fifth and sixth verse. Um, It says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. I love it. (laughs) 
I love it because it reassures me. Because like growing up, I thought asking God questions was bad. Like I was always told, don't ask God why. But there's so many stories in the Bible where people of God, like God was using these uh, Bible leaders or like the people that we know. And they were asking God, like, hey, what's going on? Like, are you sure you want me to do this? Like, it's okay to ask God. God is not afraid of your questions. If you don't understand something, ask him. But in in in, in verse 6, he says, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. What does he mean by that? Like when you're asking God a question, it's not it's not a a a why God. It's a God, what are you trying to teach me here? Because I have faith that you put me here for a reason, but I don't understand this. So help me understand why you have me in this storm. It's not just the why did I lose my job? God what was the purpose of me losing my job? Like, what do you have next for me? Because I know you're not done with me. So what? I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. But I know you're doing something. But can you can you give me some type of vision, some type of sign? Can you help me use my imagination? <laughs> like, give me something. And when I realized that, I think it, it'll, it helps a lot. And granted, I'm, I'm, I'm not here saying that everything is going to be easy because it is not. It is not. But having this book and having, having like-minded people, having a, a good community around you, it helps a lot. Because when you're down, your community is up nine times out of ten and they're able to speak life into you. We'll talk about friends at a later date, too. <laughs> but, um, like eagerness that that eagerness to learn eagerness to 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 want to get closer to him god loves it but we have to be careful because eagerness isn't always a good thing let's 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 think about it kids sometimes are very eager like they want what they want when they want it that sounds like a lot of us it sounds like a lot of adults, but truly, if we really think about it, that is nothing but instant gratification. We have to be taught patient because if not, we'll walk around this world wanting what we want right now. And that's not how God wants us to be. He, he wants us to be patient, that that eagerness can be the death of a lot of us like that instant gratification <clears throat> is no good okay like let me let me give you another illustration so you have a dad and well before i even say that y'all ever seen the the kids on a leash like <laughs> like you walk they walking through the mall and the parent got the the kid on the leash and the, the little kid, they, they got the little backpack, the little uh, furry animal on their back. And they just running around trying to get stuff. And the parent's arm is just, every time they get too far, the arm is raising up. And they pulling them. 
and the kid, the they, the child gets to a certain area and they're like, oh, nope, I, I can't go no further. So let me let me go back to my mom or my dad or whoever has my leash. I'm going to go back to them. And it's just a continuous thing until they get tired. And then they stop and then they just stand right next to to their guardian. <laughs> That's God. <laughs> like. Granted, I hate, I hate the leash concept. I really do. I don't like it at all, but I understand it. Like, I get it. Now, who, let's break down who's who in, 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 in this illustration. Um, well, I didn't even give you the, I kind of gave it to you, but not for real. So my illustration is, (laughs) sorry, my illustration is when you have a child and a dad, and they're walking down a beach. And while they're walking on the beach, that that beach that we're walking on, that's God's provision for us. Okay, so we already know where we're supposed to be going because we're connected to God. That that the the kid is us, the adult that's Jesus walking, and the the leash is God's hand. Like that's that's connecting us to each. Well, technically, it'll be Jesus that's connecting us to God. But like that's that's our connection to our savior. Okay. And while we're walking, the little kid, they're, they're going down the beach and God knows, Jesus knows where, where he wants to take us, but we're eager. We see things and be like, Ooh, that looks nice. So the little kid, they, they see kids playing in the sand. And so they stop at the sand and they play with the kid that's at the, in the, with the sand. Um, they, they stay there for, five to 10 minutes or in our lives, 10 to 15 years. If we, if we want to really be real, we're sitting there playing with them. That, that doesn't go that we, we don't do anything but waste time, but we're having fun there. So we stay there for a while. And then after we do that, God, now mind you, let, let me, let me, let me make sure I, 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 I give you all of this while we're over there playing with the kids in the sandbox or well in the sand. Cause we're at the beach God is just standing there like he's allowing us and his, like we're still connected to him, but he's just standing there. He's waiting. He's waiting for you to say, oh, be like, OK, let's go. But he doesn't move. He doesn't say anything. He's just waiting for you. And after that, after you get done playing with the kids, you come back and you start back walking with them. And now the water looks good. So now you go to the other side and you go to the water. And you run to the water, you're playing, in, in, in the beginning, you're playing in, in the shallow, like right, right where the water hits the sand, right? You're playing there. You try to go further, but when you try to go further, you get yanked back. You look back, trying to figure out what's going on. It's like, okay, well, I, I guess I can't go that far. I can't, I can't go that deep, so I'll, I'll go back. And what are those things? Those things aren't anything but distractions that will just prolong the journey that God got for you. God has a plan for you. He has a walk that he wants you to walk. But when you stop and you stay here for a while and you stop here and you stay there for a while, that's, you're not doing anything but wasting time. But let's continue walking. We, you see that. So you get back, get back in line with God and y'all walking. And now across the way, you see some people playing volleyball. That is what I want to do. I want to go have fun. I want to go play with them. That's my dream. So I am running. I'm running for it. I run towards the the little kid, run towards it. And Jesus' arm just goes up. 
Like it, 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 it yanks the, it, it, he doesn't yank them, but it, it just goes, it's just like a vroom, come back down. And if, if the child's still running, the arm is, the arm is just there. Like the arm is just in a straight, um, I don't, I hope y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like it's just, it's just standing there and they come back. The kid comes back and the kid tries to run again and they just keep going. They keep going. They keep going. And at some point, that child is going to get tired. They're just going to say, bump it. Bump it, I'm going to go back. Apparently, I can't get there. Uh, I'll just stop. And what, like, who? who is the people playing volleyball? That's the thing that you want that isn't aligned with God. It's something of the world that you want to participate in, but because you're connected to God, he's not going to allow it. It's his provision. Well, I'm sorry. It's his protection, but we tend to get upset because we're, he's telling us we can't go there, but that's what we want. And when we try, he, he allows us to go so far, but we fail. And at some point, we'll just get tired of chasing. And a lot of times, instead of coming back to God and saying, okay, I'm sorry. I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Let's keep walking. I see where I was wrong. But we tend to just stop and sit and pout. And we don't move. And that's where a lot of us are in our walk with God. Or or even just, well, I was going to say life, but life is our walk with God. A lot of us are just stuck. I don't, I don't, I don't, what I wanted didn't happen. So now I'm a pout. I'm a sit and pout. Let's not sit and pout. Let's say, okay, God, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought that was aligned with you. I thought you would have been okay with that. And I see that you're not. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to come back and I'm going to allow you to guide my steps. I'm going to follow you. I'm not going to go this. I'm not going to go to the kids in, in the in the sandbox. I'm not going to go back to the water. I'm not going to try to go back to the volleyball. I'm going to follow you. And that's it. 